Hey there, I'm Tatsu. And I'm Jeff. And this is Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. Where we buck the fear-based narrative and explore topics in a fun and unique way. All in service of personal growth. Welcome to Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. I'm your co-host Tatsu. And I'm Jeff. And what are we talking about today, Jeff? We're getting a little deep. Getting a little deep today. Relationship to self. Oh, yeah. And who knows how deep this topic goes within each one of us. Exactly. Well, we know who's going to go deeper. I'm going to take the the over on you. See if we could shine some light on the abyss. Yeah. There we go. There we go. All right. So relationship to self. First initial thoughts? Uh, definitely has changed over the years for me. Definitely. Definitely. The the more self-awareness I gain, um, the more expanded consciousness, uh, the better I feel knowing myself the more acceptance, the more forgiveness of myself. Um, but it's, I, I still feel like I'm just scratching the surface, you know. But it was, you know, growing up, I, I, I see now, 2020 hindsight, that it was very, it was a very shallow relationship to self. Deep, but shallow. Deep because it was always deep, but shallow because I didn't have the, the ability to see, see deeper what was really going on in the depths so to speak. Um, how about you? Mm. Uh, man, the first thing that goes to mind is judgment. Mm. Oh, yeah. That's where I'm the most comfortable with self. Judging yourself? Yeah. <laughs> nice. Yeah, it never, never gets old. It never runs out of material. And it's easy. Um, like even, I mean, from an automatic perspective, even now, um, a lot of it was happening behind the scenes, so definitely more awareness now, uh, more curiosity now. But my my automatic is still, I think, to usually like resist depth, what simplifies the way. Mm. So I might take the first answer or the topical thing and just run with that. Like, all right, cool, there we go. Mm. Not, I think it's easier. So I think for me, like the judging is the easiest thing, right? Most people like that's their first layer, right? So that's the first thing I think of. Um, and then I always like think about like, oh man, like if my, if I was like saw another person, like, like how does that relationship go? Yeah, mm. I agree. I did what I do to myself. To others, would that be like a positive relationship? Would that be someone I want to hang out with? Like, how would that look? Because um, it's easy for me to step over self when there's like so many other things I could distract myself with. Mm. Yeah. That's uh, when you say judgment, that, that really resonated right away. And I think that's what prevented me from going deeper growing up too. 
because my my huh. tendency was wanting to be accepted by the world, being seen and heard and understood by the world. And the judgment would be part of the the facilitation of me gaining that, right? At least that's what I perceived it to be. So as long as I kept judging myself, then I was I would always be wary of how do I improve myself so that I can be accepted by the outside world. Mm. How do I that was like the game. Right. So the relationship to myself was when when I said shallow, that specifies it a little bit better. The game I was playing was self-judgment so that I'd be accepted by the world outside of myself. Like not thinking that the inside was more important. The depth was important. It was more of like outside. That's more important. That's what I, that that was my relationship to myself. That the outside of myself was more important. Therefore, I will constantly judge and uh, criticize and all that. Yeah, I mean, it's kind of a trip, right? Because we do get a lot of feedback from the outside, mm-hmm. which can be useful. Mm-hmm. But if we put too much stock in that, to your point, then that's all we like think is important. Right. And, you know, it's like, I don't know, if, unless I'm in a mirror, I don't know if I brought them my teeth. So that feedback's important um, because I may not feel it or see it. Um, metaphorically, right? Mm-hmm. Those blind spots are important to be pointed out and, you know, guided and supported. But ultimately, there's that, you know, dealing with like the intuition and the soul. If you don't check in there, then, like you said, it becomes imbalanced. And then all of a sudden, the judgment's a lot easier. And we're not actually checking in with ourselves. Right. And as long as we're not checking within ourselves, we're molding ourselves based on what the outside wants to see, based on the outside standards. So whatever society says is success, whatever society says is good behavior, that is what I'm molding myself to become. When that may not be truly who I am supposed to become. Mm. Right? It's that game of trying to put on this mask to appease the outside, not knowing what's really going on inside and who I'm emerging as from the inside, right? Well, that's a good point. Like, how do we actually know? Mm -hmm. Right. Because some of the, at least some of the stuff society says, most we can probably agree with in certain situations, right? Mm -hmm. Generalities, right? Um, So how do we know what's like true for us versus what is just going through the the mainstream of the river, right? Without thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Right. I think growing up for me with, with the judgment, with the wanting to be accepted, it was more in my head. The judgment was in my head. And do this, do that, you know, get good grades, behave, all of those things that my parents taught me 
what society said to me. Um, that was all, a lot of it was going on in my head. Now, the, fun, the, the foundation of love was always there. And that's something that was in my heart, in my soul. But when I don't feel like something was aligned with that, I didn't know how to process that. So I would just go to my head, does it make sense or not? Wow. And okay, it makes sense because these people are saying it and I want I want their approval, so I'm going to do it. Right. And we were, we were talking about like uh, taking piano lessons earlier today, right? Like I don't remember feeling aligned with piano. Maybe it, it sounded kind of cool. My sister was doing it at the time. I think I was seven years old. And I, it didn't last long for me. Right. So in my head, cool. It sounds like a cool thing. Music is cool. All right. But in my heart, it was more like I would rather play baseball or basketball. I'd rather play some sport. And before I even got into organized sports, I had this opportunity to, to take piano lessons. Yeah. And, and there was a lot of pressure from my, from my parents to do it. So, all right, I'll do it. I want their approval. I'll try it out, you know, but there was a, there was a disconnect when I, when I look back, I, I don't think I was, I was aware of it back then, but when I look back, there definitely was a disconnect and that's, that shows why, why I quit, uh, piano. Mm. Right. But I didn't know how to cultivate the voice within the intuition. I didn't. Like my parents didn't say, listen to your heart, listen to your intuition, follow that. That's the most important thing. They never said that to me, you know? Yeah. And you, I might, I might hear those messages in movies or maybe some Disney movies even once in a while. And I'm like, oh yeah, that, that resonates with me. But, you know, back to life, go to school, get good grades, you know, don't act the fool, you know, you know, deface the family name, like all those, all that stuff straight to my head. And there I am again. What about you? As far as like um, distinguishing, how do you know? Oh man, um, I think the simple truth is you don't. So I think if we knew, then we'd be in our head, and that's a cool place to like stop by and gather some intel. But if we're only in our head, then it becomes uh, a logical, um, uh, binary decision, right? Is a right or a wrong way? And sometimes, yes. Like, you know, should I harm this individual? Mostly, it's, it's a no, right? But in certain situations, there might be a like, yes, I need to because. So I think it's not a bad idea to start with the head, but then there's intuition right um it's funny like i'm a i used to classify myself as like a logical person but when you examine all the big decisions i've made there's not one ounce of logic in there that um i've only used logic to justify intuition whether it was pro tennis teaching tennis getting married moving from LA to Charlotte, having kids, whatever the quote-unquote big decision was or is, I'll have like a an inkling with my intuition and then I'll 
reverse engineer logic to equal that intuition. <laughs> it's almost like I use my head as an accomplice. Uh, so I guess the only reason I would know is if that was not possible. Like if I had an intuition hit and I couldn't use logic. Mm. Make that make sense to someone else and myself. Then you, then that would stop you. Then it wouldn't, yeah, to me it would be like, I don't, I don't, I wouldn't know. I wouldn't have like the faith in that decision. Mm. Tricky part is like, in my, in my mind, I can convince anyone that everything makes sense. So, oh, if I'm going from like a sneaky place and I'm just trying to get that thing and I claim it's knowing that I'm usually smart enough to convince at least one person, myself. <laughs> and usually at least one other person. Um, then I'm like, okay, evidence has been collected. So I think for me, it's like, hey, is that, where did it originate from? Did it originate from like the thing I should do or the thing that's right, quote unquote? Or is it an intuition, like natural hit if I want this thing? So if it's a desire, usually it's from my intuition. I usually don't allow myself to have desires from a logical place. So again, my my automatic stuff is usually like a general and like an army. Like it's a very lovely world where there's a clear right and wrong path, right? <laughs> so it's easy for me to trace it. Like where did this come from? And because if it started with a desire, then that came from my intuition. And then if I can use logic and I can tie it into like a bigger purpose usually I'll do it and I'll be enrolled in that but it can, it can be slippery man. it could be you know if I'm not clear on where it came from and I'm not clear where it's connected to within my purpose it can be yeah it can be sneaky man mm -hmm. yeah and how's your how's your relationship to self now? Like if it started off with more judgment and it's been that way for a while, and now you're more connected to intuition, which tends to take you out of your head. Um, so there's more coherence there between your mind and your heart. How's your relationship to self now? Is it still very judgmental? Less so? The argument's still there. I don't think that's going anywhere. I'm I'm able to like bypass it quicker though. So it's still there initially, and then I've just kind of got to get get grounded and like, all right, what what am I like? What am I thinking about? And ask myself some very basic questions to get me out of the judgment, um, or fear. I mean, everything was fear based when I was a kid. That's a natural default, right? Whether it was sports or pretty sure my parents had like a, like an eight to 10 year, like if you mess up one more time, you're going to military school thing. Mm. So um, there was always like a cloud of like, if you don't do this, bad stuff will happen. So, and again, I don't necessarily think that's wrong when there's, there's certain things that can be used well in that sense. 
but it's a very distant time and place to come from for every decision when I first saw them. Right now, it's like, oh, okay, it's protection. Cool, I don't need protection choosing a car or choosing a place to eat um, or even like anything in my life. But it's cool to stop there for a second and check. So I think for me, it's it's that checking. You know, like, where is it coming from? Is this predictable? Um, and then what's real? Because I think for me, like, emotions and feelings are great check-ins but there's got to be all right where is it coming from like what's real about the feeling there's always real things from feeling but what's real is it a projection is it a past history event or is it actually what's happening right i mean you're an entrepreneur sometimes entrepreneurship is like what am i doing right sometimes install and then it's like you can go from that Honest assessment, maybe there's a lack of momentum to this business sucks or entrepreneurship sucks like that. And that's a big leap, right? So I think looking at it and be like, well, okay, where did it start? And then, wow, does it suck? Well, no, it doesn't suck because of X, Y, and Z. Like, what does my body say in relation to that comment? No. And and then peeling back those onions. I think I'm a lot more patient with myself. I'm able to spend more time kind of digesting those things. And then I'm able to uh, like, in, like really empower a choice. And even if it's like a disempowered choice, I'm able to time limit. Okay, cool. How long do I want to sulk and complain for? 30 minutes? All right, 30 minutes. And I'll set a timer. And I'll just be like a grumpy complainer for like 30 minutes. And then I'll be able to like move on. I I resonate with that because I also am living so much more meaningfully, more purposefully, and being very mindful of the decisions, the, the small decisions that I make, even the big ones now, right? So by living this way, I'm not second guessing a major decision I made like a few months ago yeah. or even a week ago. Whereas if I was always just going by the flow of things kind of on automatic, um, I'm not, I don't know if I'm being driven by my ego, making up excuses or some, some story around why I should or shouldn't do something. Or if I'm just like going off on a, on a high at some point of the day and just on a whim, you know, so in that sense, my relationship to myself has really deepened where I can, there's more clarity now. It took a while to get here, but there's a lot more clarity. And because of the clarity, I have filters to run my decisions through. Therefore, more often than not, I am not going to regret any decision I make from here on out because I've run them through my filters. I've checked in with my, with myself, my, my own intuition first. Um, so for me, the intuition doesn't have to make sense, but I'm trusting this more than my, 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 my judgment first. Mm. Cause I was always tr trusting my judgment first and because it made logical sense, then I would move. But 
what I've learned from for myself now, it, it's not, it doesn't work that way. I got to do it the other way. Mm -hmm. My intuition first, at least to set a direction. And then let my mind kind of fill in the holes and the details of how. What if, just to play the devil's advocate, what if your judgment was a form of intuition? If it was a, an intuitive hit, for example, yeah, intuition could come in the form of an idea. Wow. I think there's a there's a deep knowingness when I when I when I think of intuition, it's like a deep knowingness. It's not just a feeling of good or bad or happy, sad, right? It's like a deep knowingness. And if it comes through as as an idea, as a judgment, yeah, I'll follow it. But I I check in with if it's just up here or if it's like actually like grounded in my in my body too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's interesting, right? Like I, I used to either, like you, take the judgment and run with it, mm -hmm. and I would reject the judgment completely. Now I'm looking at what does the judgment need? Mm -hmm. so one of the common judgment things, and pick whatever content you want, but some form of, I'm not good enough. Um, I look at that, I'm like, okay. Well, like what's behind that? What's behind that? I'm not good enough. But maybe, depending on the content, that could be correct um, compared to someone maybe who's excellent. But again, like, what's the thing? But judgment might need reassurance, safety, acknowledgement. Um, maybe it's something I've kept my, like, I've totally, like, dropped the ball and totally forgot about it. And that's a way to spring me back into some awareness that this thing is still out there. So that's why I kind of I was asking the question about the intuition because sometimes I think that there's intuition behind a judgment. If you're able to be with the judgment and get to the what's behind it, like what's causing it, what's what's actually happening. Mm. Um, I think that's what you were saying when you were like, depending on where it sits and how it sits, right? Mm. Um, but I've noticed that like judgments to me aren't bad. They're, they're usually assessments of a situation. They're very quick and topical. But behind those, there's there's value in in pointing out like what's happening and what, what do I need around that. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah, especially especially with judgments around like I can't do this or I can't do that. Or is yeah. or it won't work, right? It's like, all right, well, we know we know enough now how often we've been told no. And it's exponentially more than the number of times we've been told yes. So our, our, our subconscious is already trained to the negative in general. Right. Yeah. So we now that we know that, we didn't know that when we were younger, but now that we know that, it's like, all right, here we go again. What's, go, what's going on? Yeah. Right. And that's not true. Right. Then I would check in and basically ask myself, is this something that I really, really want? Like getting real with myself. Is this, is this a direction that I really want to go? If I do, then cool. I'm moving in that direction. And then these things are just little indicators just to 
for me to have an opportunity to, to be curious and go deeper as to, you know, what are the roadblocks? Cause that's all part of what's going to help me grow. But as far as the direction goes, is this really aligned with who I am and my purpose on earth and what I want? If it's a yes, all right, I'm going in that direction anyway. So I've, I've now I've already made that decision, right? Now it's just like, all right, clearing, cutting the grass and pulling weeds just to, so that I can keep moving forward. What do you think the next level for you with your relationship with yourself? For me right now, I'm thinking um, becoming more of a pillar. My practice, I think, for for intuition is to really deep dive back into more of that that um kind of like uh further out of, of the masculine energy side, you know, the not not too extreme, but like the the samurai code, um, like like that stuff. Um that's what I'm feeling called to explore for myself. So I've gone from more the masculine side. I've swung all the way to the right, really deep diving into the feminine energy side during COVID 2020-2021, uh, very much so. And now I'm starting to feel like I want to explore more of the further out of the edge of what I haven't explored in the masculine side. Yeah. Um, and that's going to be very uncomfortable for me because that's going to be like hyper-discipline. You know, not to a point where I, uh, you know, jeopardize my well-being or my sanity, of course. Yeah. But what does that look like to, um, to show up in that way, you know, as a leader that I want to, you know, become? So... For me, that's what I'm feeling called to to explore more right now at this moment. Nice. How about you? Um, I think I think probably just more like day to day, moment to moment, like acceptance and joy. Um, that's not like that's not my go-to usually normally I'm like all right I can appreciate situations I don't know if I'd go as far as to have joy with them along that journey right it's almost like oh, I've joy different ticks along the mark but not moment by moment day by day hour by hour so more joy more acceptance um for me I think would be big um and then that that would also create like different dynamics within the, the family, which I think would be great too. But I think that's kind of the next level, like adding a little bit more there. Mm-hmm. Nice. So joy and acceptance is sort of counter to the judgment, no? Um, probably. Well, yeah. If I wasn't accepting the judgment, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
Um, nice. Yeah. It would just have me uh, be more present with anything, not just the things I'm electing to be more present for. Yeah. yeah, man. Relationship to self is a ongoing journey. Just it's, it's uh, well, that's really all there is. <laughs> yeah, there's definitely but, no no end until it's end, ending on this planet. Um, but yeah, I mean, if, if you're, I guess we'll we'll phrase it for an action item for our listeners, but maybe we'll do it from a past based vantage point. So you could give yourself ten years ago some kind of encouragement or, or action or practice to take around self, your relationship to self, what would you give yourself? I would tell my past self that intuition is number one and learn to cultivate that. Learn to listen to it. And there's a bunch of books and videos and stuff that I could, I would guide myself to, to watch and read. But first and foremost, to honor my own intuition. And then second, everything that ever, that's said outside, and from parents and family and friends and the media and all that, take only what resonates. As something that I want to cultivate and, and keep. Mm. Other than that, it's just judgment from the outside on what, what they think. But it's not necessarily my my truth. So basically, I'd be questioning a lot of my own beliefs that I was taught. So honoring intuition as number one top priority and then number two, questioning all of my existing beliefs and Rechoosing, are they? I'm going to carry these forward next ten years of my life, or do I not want to? How about you? Great question. Um, yeah, I think a fun one would be like write down who you want to be in ten years, mm-hmm. kind of characteristics, what kind of life you want to have, and all that. Then be that now. You know, mm-hmm. whether it was ten years ago or from today. You can actually start cultivating and being that gnat. And have fun. Like, it can be fun. It doesn't have to be serious all the time. Oh, yeah. Yeah, man. We are. We're already pretending like we're someone we're not. <laughs> More often than not. Right. And that's too much work. It is. It is too much work. should be more fun. Yeah. And make more fun. Yeah. So hopefully folks listening got some value. I know we just scratched the surface in this one. I would expect some some other parts and continuation conversations around this. But um people can still get at us. Website, jeffmillercoaching.com, wherever podcasts are listened to. And we love getting feedback right and and topics. So please sending them. Keep sending them our way. We we listen to them. We've already used some. Um, anything else to add before we sign off, Tatsu? No, we just, we, we, we love connection. We love connection with everybody 
anybody. Um, so love to hear from you some more. Awesome. And with that, catch you on the next one. Yes, sir. Thank you for checking out this episode of Button Downs and Basketball Shorts. And if you got some value today, please subscribe and share, and we'll see you on the next one.